Would you like to do an audio check? I am checking audio. One, two, one, two. How about that? Anal fissures. Gonorrhea. Okay. Check, check. Yeah, so you go back and you listen. Well, we are nothing if not professional, so yes, audio will be QC'd. STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. How's your coffee that I had to reheat for you? Why'd you have to reheat An hour and a half after I purchased it. Really? Did you show up an hour and a half early for work? Because you're crazy? I showed up an hour. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I beat the traffic and... There wasn't... There isn't still there no is traffic. There is morning traffic. There is still no traffic. But you had traffic. Look, we handed out a lot of flyers on the weekend. A lot of new listeners here, so let's have a good show. Be professional. Uh, I believe all our shows are good, and that's why we were the 2017 uh, podcast of the year for the Cartridge Club. Okay, good. Take that. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Well, we this is uh, we're recording Wednesday, so this is three days removed after the Barry Game Exchange. I'm Joe, and with me is my co-host Bill. That's the other guy. Howdy. He's the angry guy. Well. Really? It's probably because your hair is not in a ponytail. That drives you crazy and it's, for and some it's reason. Covering your ears and you can't hear properly, and it's brushing the your neck, which gives you a little bit of rash. Tie that bad boy up. I'm not on good sleep here, and uh, I had the weekend off. So this is my first shift back, and we are what? What time is it? Seven in the morning. Right. We're face-to-face, at least. Nothing but excuses. So, uh, yeah, not a good sleep last night. Me neither, but I attribute that to the CPAP mask that you made me buy, or rent. Rent. The only guy who's renting CPAP equipment. Not sure. Not sure how this is going to go. It's not going well so far. I've had one decent night's (laughs) sleep in uh, two weeks. I told you it takes a while to get used to. No, And you're using a crappy machine. No, I'm not. Well, anyways, I'm sorry to hear that you had a, a lousy sleep. I was actually excited to to see you today because <laughs> uh, apparently I missed out on all the fun. The fun continued after Sunday. Yeah, it's well been good into times, man. well into Tuesday, it continued. Mm-hmm. We had the Bear Game Exchange. Uh, I took the weekend off, as did you. Well, I took Friday off. You had to come and work Friday. I'm a team player. And uh, so it was Barry Game Exchange weekend, and then uh, our buddy Jay Rock, he stayed in town for quite a few days, so um, he had some family time on Monday, and then Tuesday we decided to, uh, we were either going to get breakfast and do something, and I thought, let's, let's expand our horizons a little bit. Let's uh, skip the breakfast, head down the road to uh, Newmarket call up uh, Buried on Mars because that's kind of halfway to him. He'd meet us there. I said, of course, we could invite Joe because that's pretty much right in his neighborhood as well. But uh, 
you know. Well, you saw. You saw everything. It was back part the of my excuse train. That was part of my day yesterday. There was many cars on the excuse train that day, folks. Many cars, all legitimate. Yeah. No, you had to go to the very last car of this train to come up with these excuses. I have concrete work to do today. <laughs> oh, the concrete work. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you really went through the Rolodex to get to that excuse. That was that was planned. And then, of course, you guys were throwing tweets out, and I tweeted one back to you because I just happened to have, also that I forgot about, an eye doctor follow-up appointment. Oh, so can't have enough of those. Iritis. That was from 9.30 to 10.10, so I could... I, there's no way I could have come. And then following that, yeah, I did have concrete work to do, which I have pictures to show you later. But let's hear about this. This uh, No, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Don't we have to trip? We have to talk about the uh, Barry Game Exchange oh, okay. first, do a little recap. We can recap on last week's episode, which we had uh, the co-founder, co-creator, showrunner of the Barry Game Exchange, Nintendo Hodge, came on our show to talk about... Uh, how the show came about and how it's growing and where it's going to be. So if you right. want to uh, yeah. hear some behind-the-scenes action, go back and check out that episode. STC Pod number 183. Really, if he is going to come on any show, it would have been ours anyway. So. Well, you know, you want the most reach and the most bang for the buck. So That's right. you got to make the most of your, your time. Time is money for that guy. Uh, yeah, so we had the mighty Nintendo Hodge John talking about Bear Games Change, and the next weekend, we were at it. I uh, came up, I left my house early, 7 a.m. Sunday morning. Yeah, which was too early, right? No, that was right on time. No, we discussed that you would be at my house at 9, and leaving your house at 7 would well, get you there at 8. As so. always, thankfully, I made the right choice and left at 7. Because... Got to your house at, what, 8.30? Nice leisurely drive up. I think I killed uh, one and a half podcasts. I picked up a coffee, had that as I was driving up. I don't think I even went over 110. I just cruised. Well, so you drove normally like every human does. You mean Congratulations on that. No, I'm normal is driving. 120 on the highway. So, yeah, I got to your place. Uh, I pull in, and I see you peek out the window, half nude, for some reason still. <laughs> yeah, I just opened up my bedroom drapes to see Joe was staring up that way <laughs> for some reason. And, yes, he was early, so I was still in the bedroom. Early, but still, oddly enough, you had managed, prior to me showing up, going out to a yard sale at 7.30. There was there was a Sunday yard sale, a, the rare Sunday yard sale, which was, and it was only one street over, so that was super easy and uh, very profitable, as it seems. And the funny thing was, I saw that sign coming in. I go, eh, maybe I should stop and pull over. Ah, oh, no, let's just go to Bill first. Oh, good thing I did. Pick, well, pick clean my Bill. Yeah, it was already done. And I had to ask for video games at that place, and yeah. they, they brought out some Wii U titles, so that was good. One of which you sold. And I sold one. And got my money back. Kept the title that I needed. Uh, that's the way you do it. You don't hoard. For those of you collectors, you do not hoard. You do not need five copies of the same thing, right? That is Bill? what you are saying. That is what that I is what tell. That is what you, Joe, are saying. That is what I tell collectors when they ask me, what should you do? 
when you collect. You do not need three, four, or five copies of the same game. Hmm. Unlike someone we know. Maybe someone on this podcast at this very moment. Should we uh, leave the Berry Game Exchange preparation there and go back to the day before, which was the yard sale day? Uh, sure. So we don't get too are, far ahead? Are you saying you found stuff? So we're teasing the Berry Game Exchange preparation, and we'll go back a day before, the Saturday before, which was a yard sale day. Really, for me, it was the second yard sale week of the year, because the nice weather's finally here. And I should have been working, but I had the day off, so I got to go yard sailing, which was fun. Again, not a lot of yard sales are being advertised in the Kijiji or the, you know, as you would say, the Craigslist, which I'm fine with because that means less people have the jump on you. And uh, that Garage Sailor app, you know, that um, aggregates all of the right. online ads onto a map for you, that doesn't seem to be working this year. Hmm. There's only like one flag for the entire region, even though there's more ads out there. So something's up with that. And again, I'm fine with that. I'd rather have a level playing field where we're all on the art of discovery as we drive around. Yeah, my buddy, uh, my co-host M on uh, Transformers and Beer Podcast recommends you're better off hitting the sales that are not advertised. Absolutely. I do like to hit, I like to get an advertised one as my starting point, though. If I know, first of all, they're telling you in the ad, this has got the goods. So maybe I'll hit that like an hour before it opens. And that'll be my starting point for driving around. Anyways. I guess I did that anyway. I did have an ad to start at. I started there and I started driving around. And finding signs, uh, you know, according to online, it wasn't going to be a good day, but there was actually a fair amount of yard sales. But I got into this groove where I was just on my regular route around town, hitting the right signs, finding the right yard sales. And this great thing happened where the, the shark I normally fight with was one yard sale behind me at every one. I'd be at my yard sale going through stuff and I'd see him pull up. I'd be able to take off, I'd go to the next yard sale, and then he'd be right behind me. So I was just like in a marathon, leading the pack, and it was great. Picking cherries every time. Cherry, cherry, garbage for you, garbage for you, cherry for me, next one. If you're, uh, if they can see how animated you are at this moment, you're doing uh, what I would call a skiing motion. <laughs> What? Where your arms are like moving forward and backward and your shoulders are as if you were skiing uh, down a hill. This never happens, how I get in this, ahead of them like this. It was it was amazing. And uh, we we got to a street that had three yard sales on it. And he was right behind me. And just the way the parking worked, I parked at the furthest yard sale and started. And he started at the other end at the closest yard sale. There was nothing at the one I went to first, and then I went to the middle one while he was still at his first one. The middle one had a box of video games, 360 stuff and PS2 stuff, and I picked the cherries out of there. 
pick the PS2 goods there. There's a couple Spyros in there. And I grabbed that stuff and some um, 360 games, I think. A couple I didn't have, a couple for selling. And at this moment, I'm still not where I just make a play on the whole box. I'll leave stuff for the next next person. So I just picked the cherries out. And then he came over from the first one and he had to go through my sloppy seconds, which I got a bit of enjoyment out of. And I went to his yard sale that he just went from. And I got to go through his sloppy seconds, although they weren't that sloppy because the guy hadn't brought out his games yet. He had just brought out a fresh box after that guy left with games in it. GameCube, Wind Waker, Sonics, boom, in my pocket for nothing, no money, like five bucks each kind of thing. Like, wow, I am on a high. I'm pocketing all this stuff. Off to the next one. Still ahead of them. Getting crazy deals, too. I love it. Beginning of the season deals. And I got my first yard sale Switch game at one of these sales. Again, just before the shark got there. I'm walking through the tables, and at the one table closest to the garage, I see some video games. A Wii game, a regular Wii game, and a Switch game, ARMS. You know the game ARMS, the boxing game on the Switch? Yep, I actually thought you had that. I do. Oh, okay. So I'm just to the lady, very casual. What's, what do you got doing with the, I see you got some video games here. What's going on with that? And she goes, well, um, this game, she picks up the arm. She goes, this is a newer game. So what we're going to, we're looking at, and in my head I'm going, oh, great. Here we go, $50, $60, what? This one's going to have to be $3. And the other, and at that point I blacked out. I couldn't hear anything else she was saying. I was just digging in my wallet. And uh, $5 for the both, right? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes, thank you. We're gone. Of course, the next day at the Berry Game Exchange, I sold that arms for $45, which is still a deal. Because that's still retailing for <laughs> $59, I think, $60. So, man, I was having a great day yard sailing. So adding more inventory to take to the Berry Game Exchange, which was the next day. I guess that's it for yard sailing stories. Back to you showing up wicked early, peering through my bedroom window, is Joe. With a smile on his face. We, uh, you invited me in, indoors uh, rather reluctantly. Well, I'm like, let's calm down a minute and sit down for a second. Uh, says the guy who's been awake already for an hour at least. <laughs> Let's just so, calm down. Who knows how much time you need to be awake. Get our heads together. Figure this thing uh, out. You invite me in, and I see your youngest daughter's on the couch on her tablet. And your dog uh, greets me by jumping on my lap and making itself at home. I think I felt a little tinkle, but I didn't want to say anything because your daughter was there. No, that dog did not, does not do that. He got a little excited. That dog has never, ever done that. There's a little bit of pee-pee on my pants. That has never happened. I know dogs that That's do okay. that. That's okay. No, I, this dog a, does not do I'm that. I'm a dog guy. I don't care. That I'm, dog... You know why? Because I'm a real man. I don't care. That dog has never done that. Real men don't care. No, I, I don't like you saying because this is a properly trained dog. He does not do that. He was just excited. It's a she. She was excited. Well, then that makes more sense. She was excited by sitting on my lap. 
So that explains the whole situation. Anyway, I like your dog, so I'm not complaining. Uh, and then... You got to check out my new furniture. Still got no compliment, by the way. Still waiting for that. Oh, uh, yeah, it was nice. The furniture that you wanted me to sleep on, by the way, which is why that was our prior engagement. I was supposed to come up Saturday night and sleep over. At first, you offered me the basement, which is unacceptable because uh, it's strange house. I don't know what could happen to me down there. My imagination would run wild. I don't like sleeping sleeping in uh, strangers' basements by myself. <laughs> you could be a man. At what point you offer me your couch? And I go, I'm not sleeping on your couch because that's brand new, and you spend ten grand on it. We would have put the sheets and everything. And then I go, how about I just sleep beside you in your bed, and I'll sleep on top of the covers. <laughs> and you're like, no way. <laughs> well, that right, is, well, that's weird. Okay. It, no, it still doesn't sound any better. It but, still doesn't sound any if more If we normal. were at a travel trip or something and we had to stay overnight at a Hotel 6 or something and we got a, a queen-size bed, where's the difference? I would get another room. What? I would get another room. No, the idea is room. to save money on a trip. I would spend the money. Seriously. I'm a big boy. I can afford it. The fun of, that's the fun of going on trips is being able to sleep together and like camp out kind of thing no, in the room. <laughs> you got the first part wrong. <laughs> that's just weird. That's not weird. That's part of the experience. To sleep together. That's, that's no, what you're like, looking forward to. No, like sharing the room and having like, uh, it's like when you go on high school trips and you get to bunk together with a buddy or something. You stay up late, chatting, talking. Yeah, if we have separate beds, that's that's all fine. And we can all bunk that's together a, in the same room. But I'm comfortable uh, enough with my manliness to sleep beside another man. It's like I said, uh, even with our road trip coming up this summer to uh, Shikartridge Con, Chicago, the big road trip with me and Haji, I'm like, yeah, you can have more people, as many as you want, on the trip. But uh, Haji, I'm not 18 anymore. Uh, I will be needing my own bed and uh, my sleep. So there's no like 15 people camping in a room I didn't like say, we're going off the Woodstock. I didn't say 15 people, but I'm saying two grown men can share a bed. No. What if we were camping? Are we allowed to share the same tent? Yeah, we, we would have separate, we would have separate uh, sleeping enclosures in the tent. You mean, are you referring to a sleeping bag? Yeah. Is that your enclosure? Well, no, I would need a, the air mattress and the whole the whole deal. And don't say you don't sleep on an air mattress when you're camping. I'm sure you have the the suspended no, we cot got, and all that. Yeah, of course, deluxe. No, we got the, the queen air mattress, but I don't like it. I prefer my uh, in walking in sleeping air mattress, which is the super fine roll-up one that weighs like nothing that you blow up the what are you the walking in you know like when you hike in camping you're supposed to travel light so i've got this roll up air mattress that you blow up when you get in there right right but it's okay. like it's about like uh an inch thick after you blow it up and so i prefer that i prefer to sleep on that as opposed to sleeping on a queen air mattress because it's like a water bed and it's ridiculous 
can't get comfortable and you wake up and your back's all foobard. Well, you're not inflating it to the proper. Yeah, I do. I no, got... you're doing it wrong. What? What's wrong with that? <laughs> anyway, where are we? We're talking camping now from... Yeah, how so anyway, you get up camping? Yeah, I, well, because you were fighting me on this whole sleeping arrangement when real men just say, yeah, buddy, I don't care. Sleep beside me. It doesn't matter. I don't roll around in my sleep. No, to me, I'm, I'm old enough now that I have earned my leisure. Yes, I understand so I can, that. I can and enjoy you got the, my leisure. And you get your leisure the other 364 days of the year. If when I have an entire house, there is zero need for a man to be in my bed with me with an entire house. It's your That's house. That's the bottom line. You don't offer a guest your basement while he's never slept there before and not comfortable or familiar with the creaky crack sounds of a house. That's insane, and I offered you three options. The downs, the basement, Which was the scary. couch, or I my daughter's uh, I'm double not bed. kicking your daughter out of bed. Well, that's also the, the visitor's bed. I didn't so. sleep on your couch out of respect. That's part of the deal when you're a kid. You vacate your your no. room for... Yes, we all don't have guest wings of the house. Well, let me know when I have a guest wing of the house. I that, will, w- that would be nice to know. I've been in it, actually. Maybe one day when I have secretly, money. I was I was spirited in there secretly one night. Maybe one day when I actually have money to buy a house with a guest wing. Anyway, so this whole sleeping arrangement didn't fall through. And anyway, I ended up having a birthday party for Cousin Chuck Saturday night. So I came up, 8.30, I walk in, I sit on your couch, your dog pees on me. Your daughter's there beside me on her tablet. Uh, You're still prepping and fussing and uh, figuring out what to wear and which shoe, you asked me which shoe color should I wear to the show. <laughs> I don't care, man. Just get your orange shoes. Like I'm trying to calm you down because you're already yeah, you're already go. buzzing. You're already buzzing, and we are three hours away from the show. Well, one. So we get you open up uh, the second location of, of the STC Pod uh, storage locker. I pull out. Like my trunk was already full and half of my back seats were full. I managed to fit everything else into the front and the remaining room. However, you had me lug all of your inventory to my house earlier in the week from... Right, from our other location of storage units. Yeah. So you had to, we had to load all your stuff up. I, so you that's mean, the you second mean, time no, no. I hand-bombed it. You mean I put it into your car, and then you took it out of your car once you got home, into your garage? Yes. So I hand-bombed it out of my car into the garage. That's one. Right. And then two, hand-bombed it back into the vehicles to go to the show. That's two. No, I put my stuff back into my vehicle. Mm. I don't remember you taking any of my stuff in your vehicle. Yeah. So we loaded up two cars, and I'm like, Joe, there's no way I'm going anywhere further with you without putting food into your stomach. Because I'm not dealing with you being hyperactive because you're nervous about the show, and on an empty stomach would be a hurricane of trouble. So I know a great breakfast place on the way, so we stopped at this breakfast place. It's called Stacked. 
on Esser Road. Used to be called the Country Kettle. Will always be the Country Kettle in my heart. Great breakfast. I, I said I didn't want just pancakes for breakfast. So we get a nice table in there, and Joe, of course, says, um, I don't know what to get. What should I get? What, I have to order for you? No. That's Does, a, do people do everything for you? That's a customary question someone asks someone else who's familiar with a locale or well, a dining establishment and might be able to recommend No, it's a, a breakfast place. It doesn't matter. People Joe, make... would you like a pancake Or would you like a French toasty? Or would you like an eggy? No. That's would you where like an eggy in a holy? You're a food connoisseur, quote unquote. <laughs> so you might have been able to say, listen, you know what? You might want to stay away from the pancakes here. They're, they're, they make them too fat. They're too thick. I love a thick pancake. Let's, uh, you, I, I know you. I know how you like to eat. Let's just go for this. Uh, let's go for their version of like a big breakfast kind of thing. I know you'd like it. I recommend you getting three eggs. Boom. That's it. Which is why I asked you, what what should I get? What should I get? <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Sounds still sounds ridiculous. Sorry. I think you understand. You think should our, understand what kind of breakfast foods you can handle eating or not. I think our listeners know what I mean. Now, you have a small point, whereas um, this place deals with like real sized eggs, not the tiny little smalls that Cora's doles out, right? So you're getting decent eggs there. So we both just got two eggs over easy. I ordered first two eggs over easy, brown toast, bacon, and uh, uh, Joe had to order the exact same thing because he couldn't. Uh, couldn't no, I approved else. of your selection, so that's fine. And he, Joe's like bouncing off the walls at this point because he's so anxious about the show and selling and he's going all crazy and he's in a hurry. So I'm like I, telling myself, I have to eat the fastest I've ever eaten in my life. And uh, let's just say by the time Joe was done, I had one egg done. And that was me eating the fastest I've ever eaten in my life scalding potatoes down my throat, burnt roof of my mouth, and he is complete. I've never seen anyone in a one motion scoop up an entire egg on a fork and get it in your mouth and down your throat. How's that enjoyable? It was actually... Who taught you that? It was a really good breakfast. All men, man. They made uh, really decent... You know, I'm comparing that to like the Cora's... Uh, location beside our work uh, this was way way nicer uh, cheaper by about five bucks in a quaint little building by five bucks more like by ten bucks no the chorus is usually about twelve isn't it twenty bucks to get out of chorus thank you mm. yeah that's if you leave a tip I mean if you take it to go if you're there for pickup I think it's like 16 bucks. Okay, and this was $8. So, better. Yeah. Okay. I said it was better. Still, your eating was ridiculous. Well, I was just, even though thankfully I had the sense to show up early enough to your place, we were still, with all the stuff that we had, 
apologize, we, new listeners. That's a Joe trademark to throw up on the mic. Yeah, <laughs> the Mickey D's coffee uh, just came up there for a second. We had such an overabundance of items. You had. That we had to get there, and that our setup time still wasn't enough. It was. Good you thing were, we had that VIP one-hour block to continue setting up and, and prepping. Uh, no, we were fine. We were ready to go mm. before VIPs. Um, Barely. However, uh, as we were leaving the restaurant, my fuel light went off. Oh, yes. So wow. I sent a little message. Uh, on the way. This is right on the way. Going to have to stop at uh, the old can tire for some gas. Going to take another five minutes. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it was oh, ten minutes, five minutes. I think you were trying to figure out how to open your gas tank. I couldn't. <laughs> What man takes 10 minutes to fill up his gas tank? What was the issue? I had the slowest pump. Ever. I was about to walk over. I was going crazy. And no, I wasn't going crazy. I knew you would be going crazy. This pump was like click, click, click. The slowest ever. Um, well, when I first pulled in, did you see the guy came at me like the other way at the pumps? Yeah. I and I was going to go for the middle pump. And this guy like parked into the middle pump and the back pump. He blocked two whole pumps, so I had to get this pump that was super slow. That took forever. I go into pay. I'm like, that pump, it uh, takes forever over there. She's like, yeah, it, yeah, we know. They're gonna come and fix it at some point. Great, you should maybe not have that pump going. And then I was gonna use the bathroom in there too, but uh, there was a lineup, so I couldn't do that. I wanted to get that pre-show squeeze done that out of there. at the show. Well, that could have been busy and rushed. So, anyways, loaded back up. Lots of dirty looks from Joe. Back on the road, which you could have kept going to the show, by the way. But you waited at no, the gas pumps. Team members don't leave another person behind. Well, Remind me never to go to war with you. It's <laughs> like... So, you could have kept on going taking the first bullet for me. <laughs> there is no first bullet. You could have started setting up. Anyway, I didn't want to leave you behind. So we go to the show together. We arrive. We know the location because it was our second time uh, vending at the show. And so we pull up to the uh, docking bay. And there's already half the vendors in there at least setting up or well underway of setting up their tables. Uh, my arch nemesis from uh, thrifting just happens to pull up at the same time as we do. So I, uh, I, I point him out to you and, and, and uh, yeah, that sort of ruined the start of my day there. Yeah, you were not so calm. Because I hate this guy. He is infuriating. Well, he's been nothing but cordial to you every time you've dealt with him, but... Yeah, but I just mean his patterns of... Again, I've never asked him if he has a job, but I know his thrifting patterns where they were... He would hit up certain locations and then backtrack and, and just rinse and repeat. Mm. I don't know how many times a day. Now, he was a vendor that had uh, debit and uh, visa at his table. Yeah, very smart. Which only means that probably he was he either had premium items and was probably charging premium prices. Well, hopefully he had to pay premium fees for all that. So you can look at it that way. Mm. 
So we first off uh, empty out my car, throw all that crap on the table and immediately fill up a full table. And then you pr I proceed to park my car, you pull yours up and we start emptying yours out. Uh, Ryan? No. Well, now let's get let's get this straight. While I am out yes. moving my car closer and getting the first load while Joe is organizing the stuff on his table, he apparently bullies our neighbor table into giving up real estate. No. And as I come back and drop off the load, Joe's like, oh, so we have another half a table. No worries. Actually, like, whoa, 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 no. whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? Who did you bully? Initially, it was a, we had another full table. Yeah, because I had to put a stop. And then Bill starts, the Bill starts to get all paranoid and worried about what people are going to say. <laughs> no, I knew exactly what happened. I had to pump the brakes on that jet. My buddy Ryan offered us, he goes, hey, there's a full table at the end that's not being used. Mm. How would you guys like it? We can just shift over, no problem. Like, Fuck, man, you're the tits. No <laughs> yeah, problem, buddy. And I come back and Joe's like, we got another table. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Because I had uh, Derek and his lovely wife, Cynthia, over the night before to my house. And they said that that table had already been divvied up between them and RhinoVision. So I'm like, whoa. Uh, before you start bullying people, there was no extra table. Well, oh, really, there fun. was. There was. Uh, there was of extra table, which apparently had been divided up. So then I go, okay, well, how about this? We'll just take half of that table. A Trumpster here. And uh, which worked out for everybody. We clearly had more than Ryan or Derek. And I don't so know. it was I don't definitely. Know about that. It was. It, well, I'm not saying quality wise, but I mean quantity wise. And Ryan was certainly gracious enough to make the offer. And I said, of course, man, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. That's great. Which is why he's such a great guy. Ryan deserved to have all the tables he wanted, not have Joe bully him out of them. Mm, I he brought those giant CRT TVs you weren't for even, people to play in. He brought those. You weren't even there. You don't even know the situation and how I, it went down. I, once you said that, I knew in my head exactly. I saw the scene play out exactly in my head. The negotiator. Oh. This, well, this image that you have, I don't understand where it comes from. So, magically, we end up having a table and a half, which was... And uh, a five-tier uh, shelving unit, which I purchased for this show. That's right. And it still wasn't enough. <laughs> no, that good thing you had that. The board games were... They take up so much real estate, board games, because it sucks when you just show the sides of them. you got to show the, yeah. the front artwork. I agree. So, uh, yeah, you were going crazy. I just said, Joe, let's just bring everything in, pile it on the table, and uh, and then we can start worrying about it. And uh, yeah, I got to say, your pre-production work was uh, beyond a high standard. It was uh, an unbelievable sight to see. You had everything recorded, every single item. You might have had 10 Grand Theft Auto 3s, but they were all itemized in his paperwork with his prices in his paperwork and uh, what he paid for it and his uh, price expectation and what he could take it for at a minimum. 
and uh, all these pages he had about 20 pages of paperwork everything itemized into different uh, themes or consoles or uh, genres every uh, you know your console might have been broken into genres and had a new page he had about 45 pages of this garbage and all of them he tabbed with little post-it notes itemizing everything every page had its own post-it note it was beyond insanity the pre-production and all of it was completely unnecessary in the end then you like pulled out way too early because your pre-production ended there you did not price your games well, on the table. You just left everything there, and you'd wave your hands at people and go, it's around five bucks, everybody, five bucks, you uh, asked me. And then they'd go, okay, how much for this game? And he'd go, oh, hold on a second. And he'd go through his 56 pages I didn't say everything of itemized uh, items thumbing through it and he could never find what he was looking for even though they were broken down into all the little tabs with the little notes and the itemization and the genres he could still not find it and then he would go oh yeah that's uh fourteen dollars no and i said like, that's so you waved your arm and said like five dollars oh about uh no, I said <laughs> everything was between five and ten dollars. Don't hesitate to ask. Right, that was my line. And by why the why couldn't you price everything? Because I did not you have had all the prices. Pri I did not have a pricing guide stamp sticker thing. Your hand, and I provided you pricing stickers. You provided uh, a five <laughs> centimeter by six centimeter sticker sheet. Yes, one of them. Well, I didn't For think. about 200 games. <laughs> what am I going to do with that? Oh so, in hindsight, um, that was the, that was, this was my first full show as a vendor. Uh, last year's, I was only like a partial vendor because I think I only had like five items on your table. But it's a good learning experience because I've learned... I guess every show is different, obviously, in terms of what sells and what not to sell. But I've learned uh, probably how I should better product place, replace my products on the table. No, 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 no. The next first show, as well as no. Let me finish. Not product placement, pricing placement on certain things. No, no, everything's got to be priced, unless you have like a bin that's strictly five dollars. That's what they pretty much were. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> People don't like that. People don't like the pretty much. But the good thing is, without the prices, I was able to have conversations with everybody, at least. Because I, I walked around the show twice, and there was tables where the vendor didn't even bother looking up and, like, saying hi or anything, right? Like, it'd be some... They'd have their head buried in their phone or some bullshit just sitting there waiting for you to, to ask or whatever, whereas in those tables, I just completely walked by. It's just like, you know, no social interaction, uh, you know, no welcome or anything like that. So, all right, forget it. I don't need to buy from you. There's, a, there's 140 tables at the show. There's 139 other ones I can look at, so, right? 
I don't care what you got on your table. Well, there are some people that don't want any interaction from vendors, and that's a fine line you got to tread as a vendor. It's like, I don't want to look at this guy because that makes them uncomfortable, but you kind of got to look at them at the same time. All you got to do is a one-sentence greeting or whatever. Hey, don't hesitate to ask any questions. Have yourself a great time or say, how's the show going for you? Something like that. Just uh, something. It's around $5. It's $5? Around $5. Anything else you want to say? Um, your stuff. I, w I was like the tag along this time. You were the tag along last time. I was the tag along this time. I had uh, a small stash of, uh, well, probably a bigger stash of board games and a handful of games, like video games, and uh, some heavy hitters I brought and some collectibles. Uh, like I brought my cowboy kid. I'm looking for that for that guy who just has to has it, has to have it, and he's got Joe money. So yeah, still hasn't that, happened. That's a tough seller. Um, again, for that price point, right? It's you you're 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 looking for that one to two percentile of person that yeah. that comes to these shows that are you know willing to drop on one item what most people would pay for everything they purchase together right yeah well i have no investment in it that i have to recoup so i can sit on that as long as i can yeah i have no concern about taking it home so i'm trying i'm trying to help you sell it through my brother i've literally seen those big guys come through a show look at that cart on the top shelf and drop hundreds and hundreds of dollars i want that guy it'll happen one of these times or maybe that this business through uh, your brother is all up on the facebook no we don't need to get into detail oh okay i don't know i don't even know how it works so you don't need it's better off you don't know i think it's safer for you wink, yeah wink wink <laughs> uh you want are you happy with what's sold i was surprised that I guess, I'm not really surprised, because we brought, the beauty of the STC pod table is we bring a bit of everything to hit a broader range of buyers as opposed to just gaming buyers, you know what I mean? Like our table would go good at, like say, one of the shows that I would normally frequent, which would be like the 80s toy show. Mm -hmm. We'd fit in perfect there. Unfortunately, we would also just blend in completely and not stand out. Whereas our table stands out at something like a Berry Game Exchange, where the majority of tables are just over inundated with just straight video games. Whereas you walk by our table and you see, oh, these guys got a completely different setup here. They've got items, well, they've got VHS, they've got records, they've got board games, they've got video games, they've got. Books and books, game yeah, guides. Right, books. And, uh, I brought that collectible uh, Batman Mego coin bank from '74. No takers on that. Oh, I sold that afterburner tiger uh, plug and play. Yep, that was cool to see that go. Although it, it was, oh, I told you to get rid of it. I'm better off doing it. Yeah, I guess. And uh, you actually sold two handhelds. 
that Tiger Wheel of Fortune. Did I sell that? I sold it. For oh, you. yeah. Right. Thank you. That's what I do, man. No commission off of that one. I sold your crap, and I had to look through your tabs, your wonder tabs. I think you sold one thing when I wasn't there. Your wonder tabs of 99 pages of garbage. Yeah. I couldn't even find what I, what was on there because you didn't even list it. The one thing we need to. I need you to acquire, quote unquote, acquire uh, one of those uh, sticker guns, price tag guns. Uh, what I've do you call those things? It. I've looked into it. Just, it's just take care of it. Mm. Just just do it. You can get the guns cheap enough. It's the refill tapes that you can probably uh, find that get. cheap. And then if you get a cheap one, the stickers don't stick. They just need to stick for four hours. Just go to uh, go to No Frills there and see if they'll sell one to you. Do you want to talk about the people we saw or yeah, okay. with? Go ahead. You remember anybody? At what point, let's go back, what point of the show did you calm down? Because you, uh, you did calm down after a while. Took a little time. Probably, I don't know, uh, probably about two hours in. No, because the first hour was a VIP. And then the, the big rush when everyone else came in at noon. So I want to say maybe around, you know, certainly around like 2.30. Oh, we should mention that multi-tiered shelving unit you bought. Right. You then started hooking stuff onto it and building this Jenga style display that if you breathed on it <laughs> shit would go flying and it did go flying nothing major fell you would lean things it was like uh, horseshoes this one's a leaner and uh, but this one's on there this fight stick you had Fell on me at least four times because you kept insisting on leaning it, it up against things. It needs things. to be on an angled display to get the full presentation of. Mind you, at the end, I just put it on the table and I think I had more interaction with it. People don't like to look up. It's really hard to get people to look up. So we are going to bring uh, those 50 style 1950 police lights that turn and flash oh yeah for the next show that's a good idea you know i could have got one of those not too long ago keep an eye out for one how are you gonna power it though extension cord hmm uh so yeah we were parked in between uh, james retro pixel and uh, rhino vision james was nice enough to hold on to my cowboy kid because he's got a custom glass case he puts his heavy hitters in so he manned the cowboy kid well it only benefits him too right if you got it I guess you could classify the game as a non, a not common game. Mm -hmm. It's not. Oh, you mean it jazzed up his uh, real estate? Yeah, it only helped him, right? Okay. Oh, Calvin Kid, this guy. Oh, what else does he have here, right? So yeah, oh. it's uh, what's those uh, relationships in nature where one benefits over the other? Mm. Symbiotic relationship. Symbiotic. Yeah. Nice. Pulled that one out of my. Grade nine yeah, biology class. Such a tough one with uh, with uh, Mrs. Miss Laframbois, single with, uh, blonde, right out of teachers' college. It's a tough word to come up with. Venom coming in the theaters. Anyways, um, shout out to Miss Laframbois, grade nine biology. That was very nice of him to keep an eye on the cowboy kid for me. And then Rhino Vision beside us, which was the same as the fall show. 
So we got to have some uh, fun chatting back and forth with him. And uh, then Derek and his wife beyond them. And, uh, well, Ryan had his wife with him too. That's not sort of retro pixel. Well, I had my wife with me. Yep. And uh, then the VIPs came in. So, of course, we got to see uh, Kevin and Sarah buried on Mars. Sarka Sim. Kevin was very aloof. He was hiding a lot of his purchases from me. You tried to get at both of their backpacks at uh, points. No, I was trying to be gracious and saying something like, you can put your bag behind our table. You know, chill out, relax. She said, mm, no, Kevin said not to. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. And, of course, the... Uh, Flock of Nerds crew was there, which is great to see. I jumped into Miles' arms. I don't know if you noticed that nope. when I first saw him. I Well, I made sure it was Miles. I, hard look, make sure it's the right guy. Then I jumped in his arms. I just I gave him the fist bump explosion. You weren't hugging. No, I didn't hug. I No, I bro-hugged. Where, who did I bro-hug? It's probably two people. The uh, high, the, wait, Not the high five, but the... You know, the hand grasp and then uh, the one hand pat around the back as you come in for the shoulder bump. And oh, then, uh, Pam and Will were there. Saw them. Pam actually bought uh, my Witcher strategy book off me. I don't know if it was out of pity. <laughs> Probably. But, uh, yeah. So I talked to her. Talked to Will. Um, Fraser and his wife was there. Yeah. Josh. And uh, his buddy, what's his buddy's name, Chris? Is it Gary? Peter? Josh and his buddy were there. Yep. I remember his buddy because I bought, I think, like 10 NES games off him at the last show. Yeah? Speaking of which, uh, this was the first show I'd never bought anything. You bought one thing, right? Yeah, I bought one ColecoVision game. I walked around... Uh, begrudgingly, you let me do a quick lap at the start. Well, because nothing was priced on your table, so how could I, I manage had my it? sheets. I, I just did a quick lap, and I started looking at things, and I go, oh, fuck, this would be good, this is good. Uh, do I want to pay $40 for one thing? Do I want to, you know, 20 bucks or 10 bucks for just a loose cart kind of thing? Uh, and I, I just said, you know what? I'm just here. It's kind of nice just selling stuff and bringing money in as opposed to uh, leaving with no money in your pocket, kind of thing. So it, it's, it's it's fun seeing money come in. Well, I had no idea what my final take was till after, and I was pleasantly surprised, considering you know I think the most expensive thing I sold may have been ten dollars. Really? Well, we'll get into numbers later. We're no, I'm, continuing. I'm not to go. giving numbers. Oh, yes, you are. No, I'm not giving numbers. Yes, out. you are. No, I'm not. Don't wave your head at me. You're giving numbers out because we got to know what is the pros and cons of all this for people thinking I'll of selling. A, I'll give a ballpark. I don't I'm know not. what the big deal is. Is the IRS going to listen? Yes. But for speaking of Josh, I got to give a huge shout out to Josh Creepley. Uh, Josh Creep. 1337 if you want to look for him on uh, uh, the, uh, the tweets and the YouTubes. 
He has a podcast, Not So Special Podcast, I listen to all the time. I uh, check it out on YouTube, but it is on the iTunes and all that other stuff. He comes over with a freaking OG green Xbox for me, which he had uh, shown in one of his pickup videos, and I just happened to comment, ooh, a green Xbox, I don't have one of those, dot, dot, dot. He brings it over to him and he hands it to me, gratis, free. Well, that's why he's a good guy. He is, of course, one of our, probably one of our number one fans, a listener always to the show, and uh, we appreciate that. I think he puts us well above any of the other podcasts he might listen to, right? Of course he does. I know that he uh, he had a couple little things for Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, Buried on Mars, but certainly not the stature of mm-hmm. an OG green, the rare green Xbox that I got. Well, I probably just didn't have... Uh, I only saw him briefly because he mainly stayed at his table, so he probably just forgot to to uh, give me uh, the stuff that he brought for me. Well, so, uh, you don't Josh, do we'll hit you up at the next uh, show, buddy. Maybe, All right. Maybe you should talk to him, like say hi and stuff, rather than ignore people. Uh, I talk to him at every show. <laughs> and on the twits. And, luckily, I already have two green translucent controllers at home. So that's... So I'm going to have my nice crystal. going to have my green. Now... I need the blue. That's the next one, folks. Anyone with the blue out there wants to send that over. And I already have blue controllers waiting for it. I don't have any space for all this stuff. Mm, apparently not. But uh, that's going to be good stuff. I got a shelving unit you can use. How? Oh, you mean the the <laughs> thing? Actually, I already set that up. Uh, who else did we see there? Anyone else you want to mention? I know Re- Retro Lectors was there. I saw him for like a half a second, and he got whisked away by J-Rock. Yeah, who he was popped a social over. Um, and we started handing out flyers to everybody, or I did. I started pushing the flyer. And uh, talked to a lot of people. Do you listen to podcasts? Are you into podcasts? You know, a lot of people are listening to podcasts nowadays, which is good to, good to hear. And they were open to... Uh, trying out a new show. Well, they're probably lying, saying, yeah, okay, and then threw it on the floor later. Um, I believe that they'll check us out, as always. So let's uh, say hello to all of our new listeners. This show comes out every freaking week. Can't go wrong with the STC pod every Friday. When you're as dedicated as us. Take you home on the weekend. Three years, every single week. Uh, You, uh, what else? Who else did we see? Anyone else? You want to leave it at that so we can say we forgot a bunch of people? Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, and then the end of the show is coming. You start, <laughs> you started hassling me with an hour left to go. You wanted to start breaking down at three. You're driving me crazy up the wall. Like you wanted to start packing up. I'm like, this is the final push when everyone no, comes like, out again. I think I sold, to do the buying. I sold like one or two more things within that last hour, so it was not worth it. But that's the final push when everyone comes out of the cracks and crevices again to sweep up all of everybody the deals had, at the end. Everybody had left already. No. That's the when play, everyone comes back for the final the push. The place was half empty. Where they the, come where back they for the back? final push. What, from their house they're going to come back? Yes. They drive home. I bet you they do. They drive home and then come back for the last yes, hour. Yes. Absolutely. I would. If I live near there, I would come back for the final push because yeah, that's when a, the big deals happen. If you live across the street, maybe. Well, everywhere is across the street in Barrie. 
So, thank you. Point. What does that mean? Is that some Barry term? What? Everywhere is across the street. Yeah, that should be the new slogan for Barry. I just come up with a brilliant goddamn slogan. Everywhere is across the street in your town. That sounds like everybody is family. If anyone uses that, folks, that's my license. You let me know. I'll send uh, the lawyers after them. Everybody's relative in Barry. And so finally the show did end and you started ramping up the anxiety again and yep. going crazy. Well, I, I heard. I had to get home. I heard how you took down that shelving unit was like none other seen before. <laughs> like a wrecking ball. I I noticed a that people ball. were staring at and looking at me. Uh, two, two people in particular, which I won't mention. But it's just like, why is everybody, is, why are they fascinated? <laughs> oh, I don't know. This shelving unit is exploding around this guy. There's too much. I didn't want to, all those board games that I brought, I just wanted to leave them there. <laughs> Someone would have taken them. And you're like, we can't leave anything. No. I'm you, like, what? You're like, I'm leaving three boxes here. I'm like, you can't leave shit. Someone's got to pick it up. There, there's no one here to pick up after you, Joe. Bo I know boxes of stuff. Just free. Take it. I didn't want to bring shit home. Luckily, I didn't bring anything home. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was the final final jab at me. Uh, thanks, everyone, to help load us load our stuff up. I know J-Rock. Yeah, J-Rock was a big helper. Trying to keep up with Joe, man. You're at a full trot with your arms full trying to follow him to his car. It's uh, unbelievable. Um, and then Joe wouldn't take his stuff home. He's like, uh, well, come back with me to your house so we can load all this shit in your garage. No, I said, I asked you, uh, are you going back to your house before you guys go out? You're like, yeah. nope. You know, um, can you... Can you call your daughters at home and, and make and let them know that I, can I come by and put my stuff in your in the SDC unit? Because like, there's no way I could bring all the stuff home. I just don't have the space for it. You don't have the space. And then I have in to your hanger size. Garage. And then I have to sit with it for two days. Like in my one car uh, garage. I one car you, garage. I bet you when you opened your garage, you were pleasantly surprised at how neat and out of the way. I stacked everything so that you could still park in your garage. How many car garage? Yeah, no. Have? Yes or no. How many car garage? Yes or no. I did not park in the garage. But you could have. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yes or no. I don't know. I know I couldn't do my yard work. I couldn't get at my stuff because of uh, the wall of inventory you created there. Well, one, everybody's seen from one of your recent tweets, you don't do your own yard work. You have your two kids do it. They are why you have kids. So No. You have kids because you want to share life experiences, but I guess the life experience for you is picking up leaves from the previous year, which should have been picked up last fall. Actually, no. The leaves provide an insulation for your lawn. You your lawn, leave them on there. Your lawn goes dormant, just like everywhere else. They provide a blanket of security and insulation for the next year. Your lawn goes into hibernation mode, and then the snow on top provides the insulation it is a blanket of security and that's proven that's science that science is what that is and the kids have to pay their way right no one rides for free so anyways and then so okay so the third time i hand bombed no no i hand bombed them at the show that's three 
hand bomb them into the car. That's four. Now I'm going back to work the night before. I hand bomb them again into my car. That's five times. Are my car is loaded. I don't know what you're going to do with it. I told you not to bring everything. I didn't, but it's still loaded. There's still two car. It's two Rest. car loads of shit. We got. And I, I, I was even a gentleman to you and said, listen, Joe, my summer furniture, the lawn furniture is coming out of the, my lofts in the garage. I'm going to have storage space there. Why don't you just leave all the shit until the next show at my garage? No, I'm going to go through it all no, I again. Said. <laughs> I got to know what I got again. No, I said, and that's I'm, a good idea. We'll leave the, we'll leave like the board games and, and. Bigger items like that at your place. Just bring the games. We'll go through them. We don't need to go through the 10 copies of Grand Theft Auto again. Good thing I don't have 10 copies of Grand Theft Auto. Only four. Five dollars each. <laughs> <laughs> just just go with me. I know what I'm doing. No, I, I know, know I'm what moving I'm this doing. shit over and over again. And why? I'm Just saving you there. $40 a month. You don't need to go to the gym because of that. <laughs> That's why I'm all sore from doing all this lifting. You're welcome. Back and forth. You're welcome. And I had a bad sleep. According to my watch, I only got five hours of sleep. Most of it was restless. My watch told me that, by the way. Is that the end of the show? The you, very you, game exchange? You having a bad sleep? <laughs> that's it guys no I guess we gotta we gotta finish up with uh, where are we at how much time we got we're at an hour and two minutes holy moly we haven't even done anything yet someone has to run their gums about we haven't how even talked about stuff. anything yet then we went we've to uh, Uncle Bob's buffet and of course Joe was invited to that hashtag where's Joe not there I got home at 7pm do you know that so, that's fine. No, it's not. Yes, it I is. I was supposed to be home at the show's ending at 4. I should have been home at 5.30. Six the latest. You had your family time the night before. In fact, you had a massive family gathering. So, the next day, you can take a little bit of time for yourself. Uh, show the respect for your peers at the game exchange. And for Haji. And uh, spend some time with I them. I spent an hour there and put the tables away. We, Yeah, but there's also the fraternity afterwards. We all we all don't live up in Barrie. It's an hour and a half trek home. You could have got home at nine I and it would have been fine. I want to put my kids to bed. Did you? Why? Is this the first time seeing them this week? I like seeing my kids and I really? like putting them to bed. I, like, I probably think they were put away for you. Hmm. And you had no dealings with them. Well, the process had started. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anyways, we went to the buffet. Uh, Cartridge Club members. Good times. Uh, the buffet uh, didn't meet my expectations food-wise. It's just comfort food there. And I don't know. It wasn't doing it for me. It wasn't no, uh, doing it for no me. No mandarins up there you guys could hit up? You know, maybe you have to switch venues to the mandarin. I would. Well, the man I'm not saying it's quality, but I'm saying it's probably the quantity would be different than choices, right? Yeah, it would be another ten bucks though. Mm. This buffet's twenty. I think the Mandarin's what around thirty. Is it? 
It's expensive. Uh, well, this would be a weekend thing too, right? Yeah. Anyways, so we did that, and then uh, a select few came to my house afterwards for some more chatting and John, and uh, who? Chatting and John, jawing back and forth. Oh, I thought you said John. Jawing. Pronunciate. Uh, I handed out my year-old beers that were in my fridge, and they got drunk. They were fine. They drank them. Well, because they were fine. Uh, it, after all that fermentation, no wonder they got looped. No, I'm not saying they got drunk. I'm saying they drank them. Oh. And it was fine. You were saying beer goes bad after three months. After it gets a, a little week. bit of. Uh, I throw out all my beers <laughs> after one week. They were fine. They were good. Um, oh, okay. Let's uh, tease the next week's episode then. Next week, we're getting into numbers. We're going to find out the economics of uh, dealing at the show. And we're not the big dealers. So don't expect giant numbers. But we're going to figure out if we made money. And obviously, we uh, had money come in. But how does that work up against the money you put into your inventory? Well, we'll get into that. And we'll get into the thrifting day that happened this week because we didn't really get to talk about that and what I picked up with uh, J-Rock and Buried on Mars and not Joe because he had concrete work working on the concrete. We'll talk about that and uh, will that be it? That'll be it. So we already got the next show laid out. All right, good. I don't have to do any work. You can find me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Bill is on Twitter at STC Pod. Uh, for all your shopping needs, as well as show information, go to stcpod.com. If you're an Amazon buyer, there's a link on the top of the page where we get a little bit of kickback and very little kickback, and any of that goes towards uh, the production of this show. I finally pulled the trigger on that Bob Dylan album. Save it for the show. Finally pulled the trigger on it. It finally dropped down to a price that it's still insane. But it uh, save it for the shop down. So and I use the STC pod link. Nice. I'm sure they will appreciate it. Uh, what do we got coming forward on our YouTube channel? Uh, Slash start to continue. Pick up videos, mostly from you probably. Well, I know there's. You, I know uh, you walked around with a selfie stick. Will that be on our YouTube channel? Um, I asked. Can we look for that on the Start to Continue YouTube channel? You could find that video currently on <laughs> on uh, my YouTube channel at My Life in Collecting. Oh, My Life in Gaming. I, uh, collecting? I asked you to shoot a video because my phone has very limited space for STC Pod. And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> for a guy always pining for content, I go, here's my selfie stick. It's Wi-Fi. You can, don't even have to do anything. Just walk around, shoot 10 minutes of video. There's already tons of that. Who and cares? I don't care about other people. I wouldn't want to compete with my life in gaming. Well, collecting. Collecting. Sorry. That joke's getting old. What? No, no joke. Uh, so, um... I don't know. I don't know if there's... Yeah, I guess a pickup video. The stuff I got is really big and bulky. I don't know if I want to bring it in. Can we do it from the trunk? What? (laughs) 
if we do it from your, I was going to try and think of something funny to say, but yeah. wrap that one up. He's our regular Robert Goulet over here. Wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Make sure to come on back every week, STC Pod, uh, for your, all your podcasting needs. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, everybody. Post it and post it. Seems